0: This Hawani, Ariel and I wanted
1: to let you know that each and every week, I'm part of a great program called The Ringer MMA Show. I host it alongside two absolutely brilliant minds. Their names, Chuck Mindenhall and Pete C. Carroll. And every Thursday, a new episode drops where we preview the weekend in mixed martial arts and react to all the biggest news. Plus, after every UFC pay-per-view, we give you a post-fight show. So this is what you have to do. Just follow The Ringer MMA Show on your Spotify app so you don't miss an
2: episode. We'll talk to you then. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus. Start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with Fandle, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem, call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com.
3: See HomeDepot.com slash delivery for details.
2: Let's roll, baby. Welcome into a very special Twitter Spaces from Miami. We have a recap of Game 4 of the Eastern Conference Semifinals. And not an ideal game four of the Eastern Conference semifinals for the New York Knickerbockers. Miami 109, Knickerbockers 101. And unlike game three, where Miami won from pillar to post and there was no getting around the fact that Miami just manhandled the Knickerbockers every which way, this game four is going to hurt a little bit more because to me, opportunity was there for the New York Knickerbockers, especially in that fourth quarter. It was an evenly played first quarter. The Knicks get outscored 25-18 to 18 in the second quarter, and you're not feeling great going into the locker room. Third quarter, Knicks could not have played better offensively, and yet Miami had an answer for every shot it seemed that the Knicks would hit. It would be an answer, Kevin Love three, or it'd be a Struz three. Or, or it'd be a Martin three. I mean, my goodness. Or bio would just eat the lunch of Mitchell Robinson. But with all that going against the Knicks, Miami, who has been unstoppable offensively, that has moved the ball oh so seamlessly and effortlessly, they couldn't hit a shot in the fourth quarter. And the Knicks had every chance to get back into this game and dare I say have a chance to steal game number four, and they were unable to do so. Why? They couldn't grab a damn rebound. Really as simple as that. It felt like I was watching the Cleveland series all over again, except the Knicks felt like the Cavaliers. You know, Stefan told me this. I'm obviously in the building. So you, you get the sense and you get the feel, all right, they're getting out-rebounded like crazy. There was a stretch, folks, in this fourth quarter where the Knicks got out-rebounded 10-0. That can't happen. How many times do I need to see Mitchell Robinson and Julius Randle completely out of position? Grab the damn ball. It's not complicated. It's not complicated, folks. Grab the damn ball. Robinson has been an absolute zero in this series. As good as Mitchell Robinson was in the first series against Cleveland, he has been that... Bad for the Knicks here in this series because Eric Spolster is going after him every which way. He is a zero threat. I mean, is an absolute zero of a threat offensively. And Bam Adebayo is just completely eating his lunch. That's number one. Randall, I know you're going to look at Randall's stat line and you're going to say, "Wow, twenty points, nine rebounds, eight of thirteen from the field." The turnovers from Randall tonight were killers, and they were from. Selfish plays. Randall is forcing the issue. He's doing way too much. Had six turnovers in this game. Killers. Killers from a Nick perspective. You got a great game out of Randall tonight. Or Barrett, excuse me. Got a great game out of Barrett tonight. 9-16. To he hit three threes. He gave you 24. You couldn't ask for more from Barrett. And listen, Brunson gave you a really good start. He gave you a terrible middle. And he gave you a good finish. But if you're going to get out-rebounded 10 straight, Knicks aren't good enough to afford that. Not when Miami has the answers that they do from an offensive perspective. And look, Miami is a better coach team. Miami, to me, is a more talented team. I know Knicks fans aren't going to want to hear that. But you look at what the role players for the Miami Heat have done in this series, and you compare it to what the role players have done for the Knicks. I mean, Obi Toppin comes in for six minutes, and he's chucking up threes and airballing them. Meanwhile, I got to see Martin give you 10. Lowry, who has found the founder youth and has been incredible in this series, he gives you 15. Kevin Love, making smart basketball plays again and again and again. He hit a couple of threes. And it's true, he's just killed the Knicks. He has killed the Knicks the entire series. So here we stand. The Knicks lose game four, 109-101. It felt like backbreaking three after three in the third quarter combined with Backbreaking back-breaking rebound after rebound after rebound. And I don't want to hear Nick Knicks fan, by the way, tonight, complain about the officiating. I don't. And I know the Knicks were bellyaching after the game. I saw Hart bellyaching. Yeah, it wasn't a great call at the end. I saw Randall bellyaching. I know that wasn't a great call. You know what? I don't want to hear about the officials tonight. He were better. Can we own that and acknowledge that? I know I'm going to do it. Listen, I like to say I'm an accountable guy. Nick fans need to be accountable. Let's call it like it is. If it wasn't for Jimmy Butler sitting in game two, the Knicks probably have swept in four straight games. They're swept in four straight. This series is over. You want to tell me it ends in five? You want to tell me it ends in six? Semantics at this point. This series is over. There is no way in the world the Knicks are coming back and winning three straight games against this team. They don't have the firepower. They don't have the basketball smarts to match what Miami does from an IQ standpoint. This series is cooked. It's been a fun season. It's been a fun ride. But I think Vegas got the series price dead wrong when they came out with those odds about a week and a half ago. And shame on me for picking the Knicks in six games. Shame on me. All right, where are we going to begin? Let's lit it off. Uh, let's try uh, our buddy Josh. He joins us next. Josh, what's up?
4: Every time this team was coming back, it was almost like Max shoots hit a three automatically. Every time... We, we, we cut we cut in, we cut in, and then all of a sudden, shoes All of a sudden, Caleb Martin. All of a sudden, Lowry, Kevin Love. These guys, Kevin Love was, was
2: I don't even know. but I, I'm going crazy over here. Help me understand this. Well, listen, it's a tough one, Josh. It's a tough one because you felt like the Knicks offensively tonight did enough to go and win this one. But when you cannot grab rebounds in the fourth quarter and when can you not guard the three that Miami is hitting again and again and again, it's going to kill you here. And you can't get out-rebounded 10 nothing in the fourth quarter and think you're going to get away with it and think you're going to win the game. That's just not going to work. JJ, what's going on with Randall over here? He is what he is. I think that's what it boils down to. Josh, he's a flawed player. You know, he's going to be a guy that's going to be able to volume shoot. He's going to be able to get his buckets. He's going to be able to get you interior scoring. He's also going to commit a couple of just asinine basketball plays. He forces the issue way too much. And let's be real, a smart team like the Miami Heat is going to take advantage of it. They're just going to. I, I couldn't believe it.
4: We have a 3-1 break, and this guy draws an offensive foul. And I'm just like, this is th- the story of our night tonight. This has been terrible. It was, it's, been, it's been a fun ride, JJ. I'm glad we have this experience, but this shit is over.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, you can't expect the Knicks to have any prayer in the rest of this series. Appreciate it, Josh. You can't. Miami's a better team. Miami has coached better. Miami has played better. Miami knows how to execute. They're a flawless, well-oiled machine. Again, there's a reason why this team went to the conference finals last year and has the sort of success and track record and sort of the, the culture that they have built. Let's not lose sight of that, folks. They're a better team than the Knicks. And I was dead wrong for picking the Knicks in this series. It has not been close. All right, we head to our buddy Timmy. In Hoboken, New Jersey, he joins us next. Timmy, the floor is yours. What's
1: up, JJ? How we doing?
2: Timmy, uh, hanging in, man. I'm looking at a very empty uh, – I don't even know what they call this arena these days. It used to be the Miami arena. It used to be American Airlines arena. But uh, not ideal, bro. Not ideal. What's up?
1: Absolutely brutal. I mean, Mitch, you you hit the nail on the head. Mitchell Robinson's been an absolute zero. When Can he learn some, some sort of offensive game other than a dunk or a putback? What, what do we have to do to get him in the gym and get jump shot?
2: Well, I don't know if it's going to ever come. To be honest with you, Tim, he's been in the league long enough. You would think at some point there would be some sort of offensive game. You know, whether it's a mid range shot, whether it's an eighteen footer, whatever the case may be, he's incapable of giving you that. He played for what his capabilities are as a player, as well as you could play, Tim. In the first series, he has been so exposed and he has been taken. To the deep waters by Bam Adebayo. And credit Spolstra. Spolstra knows, hey, guess what? Don't worry about Mitchell Robinson. He can't hurt us. He can't beat us. Don't bother guarding him. And that, uh, good teams are going to do that. I, it just goes to show you, Tim, how incompetent and how pathetic Cleveland was in the past series, if we're being real.
1: Yeah, it really, really does. I mean, yeah, and Spolstra just seems to be coaching... Coaching right around tips here. It's um, it, it seems to be the case, and I mean Randall's Some of the defensive effort in tonight was absolutely deplorable. and the bench was an absolute zero. Hart gave nothing tonight. Obie was laughable in six minutes. I mean, you can't expect much from anything outside of Bruxelles, R.J. and Randall offensively at this point.
2: Well, and I respect the fact, Tim, that the head coach tried switching up the starting lineup. He put Josh Hart on the bench. He put Quentin Grimes into the lineup, and Listen, Grimes was, I guess, eh. I I didn't understand for the life of me why he's trying to beat Dominique Wilkins, dunk it over Jimmy Butler. I mean, you see, that's what I mean, though. There were way too many instances of bad basketball IQ plays from the New York Knickerbockers. And against a team like the Heat, Tim, you can't afford that, man. And you can't afford a stretch where you're getting stops in the fourth quarter and it is again and again and again and again. You're seeing them get st- two, three, and four opportunities.
1: Oh, it, it was infuriating. It, it was terrible. But uh, hopefully, they can bring it back to Miami for Game Six. We, are you going to be in the building Wednesday?
2: Uh, I will not because, unfortunately, Tim, I, I got to do some television. So I thought I'd be in the bur- uh, in the building on my birthday for a Game Seven. Well, I—spoiler alert. Appreciate the call. There ain't going to be no Game Seven in this series. I mean, please. The better question is, are we going to have a game six? That's the better question. Uh, Let's head to our buddy, David, who's uh, up next. David, hello. How we doing?
5: Jay, Sucks.
2: David, how we doing? Sucks sucks is an understatement. Listen, I'm not stunned after what we saw in game three. I did not have a great feeling going into this game. But this is far more a missed opportunity than what you had in game three. Game three, you got your ass whooped. This game, you couldn't grab a board. Uh, You gave them way too many second and third chances. And the Heat role players continue to just smoke you every which way. I
5: think the Knicks just—they were satisfied with their win over the Cleveland Cavaliers. I mean, the the intensity level of the Heat just outpaced the Knicks. It wasn't even close. And like you said, game two they only win because Butler's on the bench. I mean, I think we agree on that. And uh, they just the Heat the Heat just out out uh, muscled them, outplayed them. I mean, uh, game game three was a was was a disaster. And the, and the most depressing part is. You don't even have baseball to go to. We're going to be lost this summer in New York City.
2: Yeah, it's not ideal, David. Listen, we have uh, other opportunities to dissect what's going to go wrong with these New York baseball teams. Here, Here's my one counter to your point. To me, Miami has just been better. I don't think it's a matter of the Knicks resting on their laurels from what they did in the Cleveland series. I just think they have been out-executed every which way. The rebounding advantage. The three-point advantage. The coaching advantage. You name me the advantage. What if the Knicks done a better job than the Heat in this particular series? The answer is nothing, David. Not a damn
5: thing. There's one one silver lining in this, and that is R.J. Barrett seems to finally be coming into his own. And if if they can move on from Randall this summer and and find another player to complement Brunson, this team could be for real.
2: Yeah, listen, they're moving in the right direction. I don't care what happens in this series, David. Appreciate it as always. The Knickerbockers, as a franchise are clearly moving in the right direction no matter what happens here. No matter what happens here. This series does humbling, and I'm proud of Barrett tonight. Barrett was terrific. Barrett was the best Nick. He was aggressive. He shot the ball well. He was not afraid. He carried the Knicks for good stretches in the third quarter. I loved what I saw from Jalen Brunson. It was absolutely fantastic. All right, let's try this again. Um, You guys, by the way, calls right now are through the roof. Through the roof. We'll take as many as I can before I got to do TV. Let's try it again with the great Hector of Washington Heights. Hector, I'm a man of my word. I'm a man of honor. Welcome in. Now I got you. What's going What's on? What's going on, buddy? Hector, I think I just had to get off the dopey Wi-Fi here in this building. It was a disaster. Nobody could hear me. But anyway, we're all good. What's up?
6: Uh, man, I wish the Knicks were up, but that's obviously not the case. And I mean, listen, you 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 and the speakers have pretty much nailed everything. Um. I, I We spoke before the series. and I spoke to you. I spoke to Sal. I don't remember your reaction to Sal kind of dismissed. And even our buddy Doug kind of dismissed. And I was worried about this series, mainly because it's post And I think that's the main thing that we see that's one out here is the coaching. That's the first thing. Um, But overall, man, like you said, they're a better team, a better organization. Man, I almost want to say they're better fans. And I'll, I'll expand on that if you allow me to... Um. But I, I, I want to also, because you, uh, like I said, you touched on, on everything. I thought I was going to be the only one, maybe, to bring a Mitch. And listen, I know as fans, and this is why I get on the fans. Get on the fans. I'm going to get on the fan topic. We're so toxic that our fans, Let's give it to everybody. Let's give it of Rambo. Let's move on from this. And, here. and that's the difference, I think, sometimes between us and all the organizations, which are, which are able to build. Like you just said, we're heading somewhere. It seems like we're building towards the right direction. Was so the answer to come out here now and blow it up? Go get another best player? Maybe it is. I don't know, JJ. But maybe it is move. someone like Mitchell Robbins, who I think is a little bit overhyped, who I think has really no game, always in foul trouble or injury. you don't have a good game when these guys around. How many guys can sit down? I told my buddy, coming into this, Mitch Robbins, I oh, what are you talking about? You'll see. He's not going to bully no, uh, um, um, out of bio a and, bio. And what have we seen? I would say that's the kind of move you make because I still say, yes, if this team has shooters, we can perform a lot better.
2: Yeah, listen, I get that, Hector. And I understand the idea that you want, you don't want to be irrational after losing this series. That's a reasonable point. But I do think there are major limitations to Julius Randle's game. I do. And he was an all NBA player, so I don't want to disparage him. But you see it in these postseason series. Forces the issue. Out of position. Little intangible factors that you just cannot love. That's a conversation for a different day with Randall. But at times he could be a tough player to root for. I'm not going to lie. It's been a good nick. He plays his ass off. I give him that. Today, completely out of position. Completely out of position on defense, and it was a kill for the Knicks. Absolute killer. Let's head to our buddy, the great Andrew, in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. I believe Andrew is up next. Hello, sir. John
0: freaking Dostromsky.
2: Andrew, Andrew, Andrew. Hello, sir. Look, Miami is just a better team. I mean,
0: uh, these games in Miami – the Knicks, to me, it looked like they're just not matching the intensity. Like, they see the way Miami's playing. Miami's playing good, tough defense. Miami's rebounding. Miami's talking on defense. They're pointing guys out on defense. They're packing it in. You're not going to get a layup against Miami. You're not going to get a dunk. You know, they're physical. The Knicks aren't matching that. They're just kind of seeing that. and They're saying, oh, all right, okay. And they're just playing it out. I It's not for one minute. Tonight, did I feel the Knicks were going to win this game? What about you, John? Did you think the Knicks were going to win at all?
2: No, not really. And I loved what I saw in the first quarter of this game. I mean, the fact that you got 30-plus points, that's impressive for the Knicks. That's as good a quarter offensively as they're going to have. Wasn't enough. Third quarter, it felt like the Knicks, any time they put together an offensive run, Miami would come right back, boom, with a back-breaking three. If it was Struess, uh, if it was Kevin Love, if it was Kyle Lowry. And, yeah, in the fourth quarter, there was never a moment, Andrew, where I thought the Knickerbockers were winning this game. And shame on me. I thought the Knicks were proper favorites because of what they did in the regular season, because of what they did in the Cleveland series against Miami. Couldn't have been more wrong. Miami beat Giannis and the Bucs. They are now on the verge of winning this series. That's a tough team to kill, dude. And the Knicks are learning this the hard way.
0: Yeah, I mean, if the Knicks are going to, you know – live with Randall's, I mean, uh, you know, Randall or, or RJ shooting threes. Miami's, like, loving that. You know, keep, keep taking those long three, long shots. You're not getting layups. You're not getting easy, nothing easy against Miami at all. And this is, my, the way that Miami's playing defense is the way that Tom Thibodeau wants to play defense. That's his defense. Like, that's his team. to pack it in. But, you know, not just to single out Randall, but I know whatever hair... Tom Thibodeau has left on his head. He's pulling it out with Randall on defense. This is not a Tom Thibodeau guy on defense. It's like they're playing five on four. He's in cement out there. And that's not the that's not the way Tom Thibodeau wants to play defense. You need five guys working together like Miami's doing. Just a better team, better coach. I don't see how the Knicks even come back. like They, they look so like they gave up enough for the quarter. They, they
2: couldn't do anything. Yeah, Listen, Andrew, maybe they have a moment in Madison Square going on Wednesday night. Even if they do, they are not getting out of Miami alive. I mean, based upon what you've seen in the first four games of this series, what would lead you to believe that the Knicks are going to come back and and legitimately win this series? The answer is nothing. Absolutely nothing. All right, let's head to Alex. He's up next. He joins us. Alex, what's happening?
7: Hi, JJ. Alex, I got you, buddy. How we doing? First off, I just want to say I'm a huge Miami Dolphins fan and New York Knicks fan. So, Well, you're like me. I feel dirty because all the people that are going to be rooting
2: for our football team in September will root against our Knickerbockers tonight. So I feel a little dirty.
7: But anyway, continue. Yeah. So anyway, this has giving me serious shades of the 2013 Indiana Series and then the 2021 Hawks Series. We had the home court and then just getting beat up and never winning a quarter in this series. Anyway, my question point is, if you look at the roster versus the other seven final seven teams, we don't have a legit star. And that's what it comes down to. Every other team has stars Curry, Jokic, Durant, Tatum, and B. And, you know, I love Brunson, and he's a, but at the bottom line, he's a robin and a great number two on the team. And the bottom line is we need to get a legit start for this Knicks team, whether that be a trade or free agency. And so as much as it pains me to say, I think it's just time that we start talking about free agency and maybe a trade. Well, Alex, listen, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong about
2: that. Now, who is that guy going to be? Who is going to be available that is that ultimate difference maker? That's a million-dollar question, but you're not wrong. Brunson is an outstanding player. He was a great signing. He's a dog. He's played his ass off for the Knicks all year. Is Jalen Brunson the number one player on a championship team? No, he's not. And I don't even know if Randall's third best player on a championship team. So yeah, the Knicks need a star. That uh, that's something we've been talking about for a long time. And I know people hate hearing about like the star chasing, but you need one of those guys. There's no doubt about it.
3: Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers, the home depot has an idea.
6: It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder
2: not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tony. Tony joins us.
8: Hi, Tony. How we doing, pal? I think that Nick's went out for some ropa vieja these last couple days and got sick. I don't know what's going on, but they... I've had no energy, so i got my dogs are hyped as well in the background. I'm moving Um, around. This, this is just not a good effort from start to finish. I hate losing a game with turnovers and and rebounds. It's just killer. It's exactly like how the Cavs must have felt last series. It's like, I'm pulling my hair out watching this team unable to corral a single damn defensive rebound when we had so many chances, I felt like to get back in the game, even though you think the heat, they they're, they're probably going to win in the end, just the way they were playing and Hitting every shot, um, but I'm I'm frustrated. I I'll be honest. Last I talked to you last series, and I was you know I've come around all the way on Tibbs. I was I was riding high with him, you know, making great decisions last last series. But I just I can't put my finger on one advantage that Tibbs has teamed up for us to. Um, for us to win a, 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 a game with Jimmy Butler in the lineup. And I look at something like Jalen Brunson is busting his ass all game, bringing the ball up. I know this is a minor point, but, like, we're not bringing guys up to help very much. You no, know,
2: Vincent, that's an excellent point, Tony. Vincent was in his grill the minute this game started. And you could tell it was a point of emphasis from Eric Spolstra. We are going to disrupt Jalen Brunson. And we're going to force the ball out of his hands. and And you saw it. It led to a couple of turnovers. The turnovers in the first quarter and two quarters were killers. Then the third quarter was about the heat and a three-point barrage. Then the fourth quarter was about the rebounding mismatch. That's how you go and lose a playoff game. Uh, Let's head to Alberto. He's up next. What's up, Alberto? Hey,
4: what's going on, JJ? Um, Alberto, how we doing, bud? First, what a disgrace. What an absolute disgrace. You know, this was probably one of the most frustrating sporting events I've watched in some time. And, and that's saying something, given some how bad some of these New York teams have been. You know, we start shooting the ball well. They can't move. We get stopped. We can't get a board. We can't buy a rebound. You know, these Knicks, I, I wanna have a reason to say Knicks in seven, but they really haven't shown me any reason why I, I should even bother believing. Alberto,
2: why is it why is it not gonna be heat and five at this rate? From what I've seen, why is it not going to be Heat in five? Because they should be swept in four straight games. If Jimmy Butler poison game two, this is a four-game sweep. You know it, and I know it.
4: Absolutely right. And I want to say crazier things have happened, but you know, have they? I, I really don't think so, man. I'm just pissed off, bro. Take care, JJ. Have a good one,
2: Alberto. I feel the pain. Listen, I know a lot of people want to get on Tibbs. Let me make something perfectly clear about Eric And I know Popovich a Hall of Famer. Listen, Popovich is Popovich. Eric Spolster right now is the best coach in the NBA. And before you sit there and tell me Steve Kerr, he don't have Curry. Butler is awesome. He ain't Curry. This team is about to be in the Eastern Conference Finals again. And it's because of scheme and ball movement and system. Spolster is the best coach in the NBA right now. Like, if I could have one coach to coach my team, it's Spolster. So, we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the coaching mismatch in this series. Sure. Thibodeau has not done as good a job as our exposure has. The Knicks don't have the shooters that Miami has. That's number one. It's a lot easier to scheme things up when you got everybody, everybody on the four can hit a three. The Knicks, on the other hand, who, who's hitting a three? They had a couple of guys actually step up and hit some outside shots, but they're not a great shooting team. Like nine to twenty-eight, yeah, that sounds about right for the Knicks. That sounds about right. Let's head to uh, Justin. Who's up next? He joins us, Justin. Hello, how we doing, bud? Hey, JJ, hear me. Hi, Justin. I got you, bud. What's up, man? So, um,
5: so this was uh, my first time as a Knicks and ticket holder, and second time in my life I actually bought into a Knicks team. I think that 2013 team was—they were fucking awesome to watch, but kind of different feeling at the end because I felt like they were all in a mel and they were going for it with all veterans. This time it feels like they got something going with this team. Um, they got Brunson under a really good deal. RJ looks great. And I, I think as bad as this series is going, I think um, there's a lot to be happy about as a mix Then I mean, if they could turn this around, maybe parlay Randall and a few picks. There are two NBA champion coaches without a job right now. And I think what we saw here was the run of the drag that Tivito Deca runs, got to the ground and, you know when it came down to four months win fourth quarter,
2: team ran out of gas.
5: So,
0: I want to hear your thoughts.
2: Yeah, listen, Justin, I, I think I think bigger picture, you're onto something. This is a successful season for the Knicks, and I hate that we're doing the postmortem when the series is not over. But no matter what happens here, the Knicks have a lot to feel good about. They won a playoff series. They're playing in the second round of the playoffs. But I think this series should be eye-opening in the work that needs to be done in getting to that next level. They have a lot of work to do in order to get to that next level. A lot of work to do. Let's head to our buddy uh, Jason, one of the greats. He's up next. Jason, hello. What's shaking, baby? JJ, how are you? Uh, I've been better, Jason. I- I've been better, but it's good hearing your voice. What's up, dude?
5: I agree with, obviously, with what everyone's saying about, you know, about the rebounds and and Randall not closing out on defense, which is unbelievably frustrating but curious for your thoughts like on the, the defensive rebounding in Miami getting second third fourth chances do you think it's coaching personnel mix of both because I think like in my head I go back and forth and blame both but I can't really put my finger on which is which
2: I think it's a little bit of everything listen I, I think Miami has found themselves in better positioning And I thought that was the case tonight when they got a couple of those rebounds. They're in the right place at the right time. Nick players are out of position, Jason, on defense. They're out of position and getting a rebound in the fourth quarter. So, you know, I'm not going to pin all of that on Tom Thibodeau. I just think the Heat are a real savvy team, dude. They're a savvy team. They do everything right. They're pesky. They're pinning the ass to play. They got interchangeable parts. They're a great organization. It bothers me. I'm sick and tired of them. I, I I've hated the heat for a long long time they're one of the best organizations in sports they, there's no debate in that
5: and then the last one and then I'll let you go uh i go the other one I go back and forth on is mitch man like the offensive rebounding and the rebounding is is second to none but the second he gets his hands on the ball he doesn't know what to do with it and you think about that long term if he's going to play 25 to 35 minutes it's literally four on five on offense and I feel like that's the decision point for next year is figuring out Randall, figuring out Mitch, but I feel like he's what I question a lot too. Well,
2: Listen, Jason, I get it. Now, Mitchell Robinson can be an asset on defense. We saw that in the Cleveland series. We saw it at good portions of the regular season. Rim protected, Nick defense was way better when he was on the floor. 100% true. See, a liability on offense at times? Yes. That, that's an overwhelming yes. Can't tell me otherwise. Overwhelming, yes. Frustrating player at times. Let's head to Bradley. He's up next. Hi, Bradley. JJ, what's going on, man? Bradley, what's up, pal? What's shaking? A tough night. I mean, the loss yesterday in Tampa
1: and carried over today. I mean, this was this, this was just deflating. And, you know, let's give folks credit. I mean, he ran full circle around Tom Thibodeau this whole series. I mean, this the Miami Heat, I mean, the, the three-point shooting really is what killed the Knicks this entire series. And they basically dared the Knicks to just, you know, every time they had an open book at three, they just said, you know Go ahead. We, we, we dare you. And you know what? They did that. And the Knicks didn't capitalize.
2: Eric Spolster's team does everything right, Bradley. They do everything right, which means you can't make mistakes the way the Knicks made mistakes in turning the ball over. They turned it over way too much in this game. Randall had six. Grimes had some terrible turnovers. Way too many turnovers. You can't allow a team in the fourth quarter of a tight game to go and out-rebound you at 10 straight. I mean, that offensive rebounding stretch from about the nine-minute mark to about the seven-minute mark, how many many chances are you going to give the Miami Heat? It's deflating, beyond deflating for a team. And when you're struggling in other areas and you know you're dealing with the team that's not going to beat themselves, you can't feed right in their hands. That's what the Knicks have done in this series. Let's head to Ryan. He joins us next. Hi, Ryan. How we doing, buddy? Heat and five, bro. Go Heat. Yeah, it's sure looking that way. Uh, sure looking that way. And I sense a lot of giddiness from people who root for the Miami Heat, who love, after what happened in the late 1990s, sticking it to the Knicks every which way. I I, I get it, Ryan. You should be fired up.
8: Just drinking some Fireball.
2: Hey, listen, I'd be drinking some Fireball, too, if my team was up three games to one. And I used to love that crap. I mean, it is terrible now. I mean, you want to talk about getting the worst hangover. That, that shit will give you the worst hangover. All right, let's take a couple more. Now I got to do TV. Uh, we head to Elmhurst. Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Uh, so I'll trade this garbage Yankee win over the Oakland A's for Nick win. So, did they? That didn't happen. Yeah, you think? Yeah, you, you and me both, Charlie. You and me both. It is what it is. Not all night. Not all night. And let me. And
7: I'll I'll say it's plain and simple. I'll coach. I'll play the Knicks. Work, and the the Knicks were good enough to be in the game, but not good enough to win the game nor the series. Plain and simple.
2: Very accurate. Uh, when you think about Goldhorns, Charlie, for this series from a Knicks perspective, Thibodeau's going to hear it. Randall is going to hear it. Robinson is going to hear it. You know who has had a low-key, terrible series? Outside of the barrage of threes at the end of game two, Josh Hart has been a non-factor. Josh Hart got in foul trouble tonight. Josh Hart couldn't hit an outside shot. I think Tibbs tried bringing him off the bench in order to get him going. didn't work really didn't work. Not a good series to Josh Hart. Gave the guy all sorts of praise when he's killing it for the Knicks throughout February, March, and April. He has been a non-factor in this series. Let's take two more. Uh, let's head to Anthony, who is up next. What's up, Anthony? How we doing? Hey, JJ. Can you hear me? I got you, Anthony. Go ahead.
9: Thanks, Miami Heat fan here. Um, so, number one, the first thing I want to ask you and some other Knicks fans, I mean, how big of a jump or a difference do you think Spolster has made? It, as a casual fan, like you can see it, if that makes sense. I don't know how to describe it, but you can just...
2: No, Anthony, I agree with that. I'll take it a step further. Watching this series has made it that much more crystal clear to me that Eric Spolster currently is the best coach in the NBA. It's the best coach in the NBA. What he's done in this series, what he did against Giannis and the Bucks and running circles around Bootenholzer, he is a phenomenal, phenomenal NBA head coach. Phenomenal.
9: Part of that is that he just really are so good at not beating themselves and not making mistakes that you're going to have to play near perfect to them night in, night out. I hear a lot of you guys keep talking about, you know, the be- they're the better team, they're the better team, they're the better team. And I don't know about that. I mean, Jimmy's playing with a whole bunch of nonsense.
2: Tyler Hero has a broken arm. I mean, I don't know if that's the truth. But here's what you've seen, though, Anthony. The role players know exactly what they need to do. They know exactly what their role is. Vincent, go be an irritant. Struce, go hit the outside shot. Martin, get out in transition, finish around the basket, hit an open three. The defined roles are there. And how about the veterans? How about the IQ that you've gotten in a positive way from Kyle Lowry and Kevin Love, who have been awesome in this series? Fantastic. Totally agree.
9: Last thing I want to touch base with is- is do you think when you guys look back at this, I, I know, uh, you know, this is a building year and they're taking a step forward, all that stuff, but this is a little bit of a window of an opportunity. You know, the Celtics, Missoula look a little down. Giannis is already out. The Heat are in eight seed. You have home court advantage. Do you think you guys are going to look back at this and say, oh, damn it, you know, that was a missed opportunity?
2: Uh, Not particularly, Anthony. And I understand your point. But I don't look at it that way because of what my preseason expectations were for the Knicks. And I felt this all along. They're not a championship contender. Not yet. They're not there. The roster's not good enough. I expected them to lose to Milwaukee, quite frankly, in the second round with the way the playoffs set up. I think you got hope seeing Miami as an eight seed. But then you realize, hey, team was in the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And two years ago, represented, or three years ago, they were in the uh, bubble. In the East, for the finals. So, that's where we differ. They're better than the Knicks. Let's take one more before we say goodbye. Jeff Money, the floor is yours. Jeff
5: Money, oh, take that it was away. was so aggravating that game.
2: Very aggravating. We just- well, it was, because the opportunity was there, Money. You know it and I know it. The opportunity was hey, there. Really, how
5: many times did you get? How many chances did you get to give him? Second, third chances? Couldn't get the defensive rebound? If you look at the stats, you would say, oh, the Knicks won or at least lost by maybe two points. It was just horrible with the rebound after the rebound. I had to turn the channel for a second. I know, of course, you couldn't do that on your end, but it was just getting real, real aggravating that game. And they had it. They had the game. You
2: know, act very aggravating. Incredibly frustrating. Uh, good enough to lose. A- and missed opportunities. There was never a moment, Jeff Bonito, honestly, in the fourth quarter where I felt like the Knicks were winning this game. Never in a month, there was never a moment where I said the Knicks are going to actually do this thing.
5: You know what I mean? No, I know what you're saying. You know, I, what about as far I know you're over if Have you looked over anything for tomorrow What you like between the uh, Celtics 76 or Mad Drift?
2: So I can tell you, Jeff Money, I will be on the Philadelphia 76ers and I will be on the Denver Nuggets. That is the card. Money, what's the place? I didn't want to cut you off there. What are we on tomorrow? With the
5: Celtics, so I'm against you. I'm going to go with the Nuggets. You said you're with the
2: Nuggets, right? All right, so I got you with the Nuggets. Family play there in Game 5. I will be heads up with Philly and Boston, and we'll take it from there. So great job by everybody getting involved with the space. We'll have on Wednesday, no pod Tuesday, we will have a Wednesday reaction to Game 5, Knicks and Miami Heat. And I got news for you. Whether it's in 5 or 6, we're going to be talking about the Miami Heat winning this series. That's just what it boils down to. I know it's not what you want to hear, but it is what it is. Uh, We'll have an SGP for Wednesday. Probably a say-your-prayer SGP. Good job by Stefan. We'll be back on Wednesday night. Um, Good job, everybody. Enjoy your Tuesday. Be good.